I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host Bella Hilton and today I wanted to talk to you about time pressures with your fertility. And I was toying with what to call it, uh, just to be honest, because, you know, when I was first thinking about this topic, I had this image of some of my clients in my mind and it's like, and that look in their eyes and that energy that they give me and it's like, rushing the outcome or you know when being pregnant yesterday is the only thing that we'll do right because fertility challenges often come with a host of what feel like time pressures right these time pressures that we feel because obviously when we start trying to get pregnant is the right time for us to do so but that doesn't mean it feels like there is endless time to do so right Um, you may be young in your 20s and feel like time is on your side a little bit more so you don't have that immediate time pressure but maybe you want your kids now right maybe you always wanted to be a young mum maybe all your friends um, are having babies now right there's different ways that we can feel pressure around us where we feel like we're missing out where we feel like we're being left behind you might be in your 30s and think you still have some time, but time is starting to run, you know, run away and run out because after all, you know, you didn't want to be an old mum and fertility goes downhill, right? Like all these messages you've been given and that kind of feeling and you're starting to lament why you didn't start earlier, right? Or maybe you met your partner later in life or it just wasn't right and you're in your 40s. Or maybe you're navigating this as a a single woman, 30s, 40s, and you're now like, it's now or never, right? That real pressure of it's now or never. And quite honestly, you can feel that time pressure of now or never at any age, really, especially after it has taken a while to happen because you want it to happen now just so almost so you know that it can, right? It's closing that loop on this journey, this heartache that's been happening for so long. Time doesn't feel like it's on your side when things are going sideways. That pressure might also be coming from, you know, or a perceived pressure even might be coming from your family, your in-laws, medical conditions, whatever it is for you, or by now that time pressure is just coming from being on this journey so long that you just can't take another day of it, right? Like it literally has to be this month because you don't know how much longer you can take this. But that aching in your heart for a baby just won't go away. You can't like quit because you really want this baby um, and the baby's not happening and you just end up in this turmoil, this like tornado of emotions and just, you know, white knuckling your way through it going, it has to happen now. So that feeling of I have no more time, I have to be pregnant yesterday becomes this internally driven thing and I see it in my client's eyes and all of this raises the stakes, right? It raises, uh, it causes that rise in anxiety of panic within us of having to figure it out and it might not present as kind of panic but like this kind of desperate determination, 
of clinging desperately to any small diagnosis or trying to find that one magic thing that will turn all of this around for you. And there's no peace inside, right? There's no calmness and, and living intuitively. Um, here's the thing, when it comes down to it, when I talk about that and being calm and intuitive, you are the one magic thing that will turn all this around for you in, you know, in that emotional and mental way, because it is so important. Now, I tell you all the time that when I started IVF after 10 years of trying on and off, that I had grieved a lot of things, right? I really put in a lot of work and I'd gotten myself to this really happy place where I was actually enjoying my life so much. And I had been for about two years before I started IVF. Um, and at that stage, I honestly, you know, was standing there going, I am actually having so much fun that I've never really had because I was so depressed all through my 20s, right, um, that I could actually put this off for another 10 years. <laughs> but I was 38, and so I thought, eh, the time is probably now, but I'm not in a rushed way. It's just that I'd spent so much of my life miserable, like I said, in one way or another, that I was enjoying my own personal freedom and joy so much that I just wanted to continue with that for a while. So I didn't have that sense of rush where I could do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, but I was also excited for the next chapter and I didn't think that joy would end, so to speak. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make very ineloquently here is that I was on top of the world, happy before I started my first round of IVF, not in any kind of rush or time pressure. Um, or the month that I thought I was going to start IVF, <laughs> because the month I was supposed to start IVF, I did my blood test like you do before you start, and I heard back from the nurses that my FSH level was at 21. Now, for anyone who knows anything about FSH levels, we know too much, right? Stuff that we never thought we'd have to know anything about. Well, that moment was actually my first introduction to it. I had no idea what it was before that. And I was told that my FSH level was probably too high to get started, that I'd probably re wouldn't respond very well to medication and I wouldn't get, I would, you know, would only get a few eggs. And sometimes these levels come down a bit on their own and that I should probably wait a month. Well, you know how I said I was happy and centered and balanced and I totally was. I remember that phone call hitting me like a ton of bricks. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know that it was a thing, that anything could stop me at this point, right? I was really like, I'm doing this now and it feels right. And why the fuck is there another obstacle in my path, right? Why didn't they tell me this before? I, you know, I had no idea. And look, there is a whole reason that my FSH level was so high and I'm very sensitive to a few things, right, that month. But my point is that despite um, being super happy and not in a rush, um, that little mo that, that moment, um, like that telling me I had to wait a month, well, I can still remember the feeling of the enormity of that phone call, right? It still hit me like a ton of bricks, like I'd rushed headlong into a brick wall. It was still a time-stopping moment for me because I still wanted to do this. I still cared about the outcome. And look, I did recover from this moment quickly, probably like an hour or two, you know, or I was definitely um, over it by the next morning, but it was a moment in time that really hit me hard. 
And my point is this, had I been feeling broken and down and out and depressed and desperate to start IVF, to wanting my whole troubles to be over and not feeling whole within myself and just feeling that time pressure, I would not have handled this so well or at all, right? But like I said, by the next day, I'd shaken it off and probably a couple of hours later. And I really took it to just mean to uh, enjoy another month of me, right? Which I did. (laughs) I had a blast. And the next month, my FSH had only come down to 19 and the doctor said we could get started anyway. So we did. That month in fertility time, though, like for some people, can feel like years. It can feel like a smackdown. It can feel like another reason that the universe is giving us a sign that we weren't meant to be mothers. If we choose to catastrophize those circumstances, those thoughts, and make it mean that. Because you feel shitty, then it's easy to see things that way. But I chose not to see it that way. It was not a sign. It was not a smackdown. And that month went fast because I was having such a good time. But I've seen this all the time with my clients, this feeling of desperation. And I totally get it because I had been there. Like you all know that I had been there for so long of that itchiness around it it's like a scratch you have to itch right and because you have an itch you have to employ all these measures to try and control it right and I guess I'm saying when you have that sense of pressure of time then it doesn't feel nice because it dictates so much so then we get focused on the numbers or peeing on sticks and measures and doing all the appointments and whatever it is to help us feel like we haven't been wasting our time But when our period comes, we do anyway. (laughs) And we all know what that's like to be in that position. And I just sense it with my clients when they just seem kind of so internally hopped up. It's like I can see their, their, um, uh, their, uh, (laughs) what's that thing? Their nervous system. That's the word. I can see their nervous system just on. I just had this picture in my mind of their like energy just really like flowing through them really quickly in this like hopped up kind of way it leaves that nervous system on in a pattern that doesn't help them it's not it's not conducive energy it's energy that's like running around all over the place with nowhere to go so what's a better way the better way I believe is to find that balance to find the intention the intention of still getting pregnant with surrender, letting go what we can't control. So what does that mean? Well, have you ever had to drive to work uh, in peak hour traffic, right? And maybe you were running late or cutting it fine when you left and it was important you be on time or maybe you just just important to you that you have to be on time and you just have that sense of panic the whole way and you you know maybe get a little bit more aggressive with your driving and you tailgate people which I hope translates to other countries which means driving too close behind someone and kind of 
driving dangerously and it feels like you get every red light and every car is in your way and everyone is driving slowly and badly <laughs> according to you and you almost drive into someone you know maybe with your impatience because you were trying to push everything too hard right you push 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 before you're like oh sorry sorry and then you go back to saying for the love of all that is good please get out of my way I have to get there on time why is every Sunday driver on the road and you finally get to work or whatever or wherever it is you're going and you rush in and you feel all hopped up and panicked right your brain is not functioning at its best you've basically created a whole experience of stress for yourself now how do we change that scenario well firstly we can reframe our thoughts okay this situation is shitty I'm cutting it fine or running late for work Will I get there any faster by being stressed out and driving aggressively? Almost causing accidents and feeling panicked? No. <laughs> what is the lesson that I need to learn here? Well, okay, this happens a lot. Or um, I was prioritizing something else. I was prioritizing my sleep. I was prioritizing doing my hair, my hair makeup, whatever it is for you. Maybe I need to set my alarm five minutes earlier. Maybe I needed to realize I didn't have time to do my hair today, right? I prioritized my time badly and now I'm here in this situation and next time I'll make a different choice. Lesson learned, right? You've already learned your lesson. You can let go of the pain because you're not going to do it again. Now, my intention is still to get to work as soon as possible. So I'm going to still get in my car and drive there but I'm going to do so calmly and carefully and I'll most likely get to the office at the same time I would have without endangering myself, others on the road as well with my stressed out panic. And then when I get to work, I'm going to work, you know, I'm going to go into work with a clear mind and be, do, be more productive in that first 30 minutes than that panic state where I also get nothing done while I calm the fuck down, right? <laughs> because that's it. You're also then going to work and are productive. So I hope you're following along with my metaphor here. It's intention with surrender. I find myself in this situation. I can't completely change the situation, but I can change how I approach it and make it way more pleasant for myself and have the presence of mind to do what is best for me along the way. It's the art of letting go while still maintaining that strong intention to get pregnant, which isn't fucking easy, <laughs> okay? But it has amazing benefits that honestly have to be felt to be described. And honestly, there is no quick fix to get to this place. Um, my clients can tell you this. It's not that it's a quick fix. It can be a process. It can happen quickly, like I'm talking about in like three or four sessions or, you know, going through my program. But it is a process. There's not some quick tip to reach this point because I believe it's different for everyone of how they get to this point. Because honestly, to get to that point of intention and surrender means a few things need to fall into place. It's something you might need to believe. It's something you need to know about yourself, right? It's a place or an energy that you need to step into. We just don't wake up tomorrow and go, okay, well, I've had enough. That's enough. Time to surrender. I wish it were that easy. <laughs> I wish we could do that. It's about starting the process to feeling better. 
And then that feeling better leads to more happiness and joy in your life. And then more moments of joy lead to more moments of calm and balance and more moments of calm and balance balance and strengthening that neural pathway lead to being uh, being able to step into that place where we feel like we can be a bit more free of the pressure of time because we can trust ourselves that we will be okay because we honestly accept that we are doing all that we can to get our outcome and that is enough and that we are enough and that you can make new choices along the way and then we experience that moment where we are still doing the actions towards our outcome of getting pregnant whether that's IVF or naturally and you know supplements or acupuncture or whatever is right for you but we truly accept and trust where we are in ourselves and to allow ourselves to the surrender of when and you might still do the IVF circle in the same time frame that you were thinking about before, you know, when you still felt the pressure, but you don't internally feel rushed. You might still do all the things you were doing to try and help your fertility, but you're doing them because you want to do them and they feel good, not because you feel like you have to do them. It's just about a completely different energy that internal noise being switched off. And when I get my clients to that magical moment and see it in their eyes, the switch from chaos to true internal calm, it is truly magical and it's what I live for because I know the magic and you know that comes from it as well. I hope this has helped you on your journey today because I want this for you too. I want you to start to feel that calmness within, like you aren't on some clock, someone else's clock, your clock, whatever it is, no matter where you are and no matter how old you are. Just ask yourself how amazing it would be to step into this place of true inner calm and peace. And I'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation. And you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis, and visualization, how to use each one, and how they benefit you, and of course, some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day, you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis, or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.